Yo, what is going on, people, and welcome back to the Send News Podcast. Join us as we take a deep dive into three articles that we find interesting in the news this week. But the catch is, the guys that prepared the articles haven't told the rest of us what the article is about. So join us as you'll be reacting at the exact same time as we are. And on the show today, we've got Timmy. A.K.A. Shea Butter Baby. And we've got James. Washi <laughs> Yoda. That's what happens when you take my line, bro. <laughs> Wait, Hoss, did you did you set that whole thing up so that no one replied to him? Oh, uh, you're Fucking yeah. Wow, well, I'm doing it on my own next week. We've got uh, we've got Ahmed. I'll show you my vaccine passport if you show me yours. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got Hash. Listen, you lose some and win some, as long as the outcome is income. Yeah, remember that, lads. Yeah, and he's got that, <laughs> he's got that tattooed on his lower back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got myself, Hassan, a.k.a. Ali Pali Jungle Raver. That's his Twitter bio. That is my Twitter bio. Go check me out on Twitter, guys, at double underscore, H-A-S underscore. Get some funny tweets in there. Uh, Ahmed, how are you feeling, bro? You've, you've been taken up by the vaccine in the last couple of days. Got my vaccine passport. It's, it's not... It's not the best experience in the world, I'll tell you that. Oh, poor boy. <laughs> I've, been, I've been done dirty the past couple of days. Talk, talk us through, talk us through the last the last 24 hours. I got it at 2.30 on Friday. Um, and my mate got it the day before at 10 a.m. on Thursday. And he was like, 10 p.m. Thursday, he was shivering, he was in pain. I was like, calm. I got it at 2.30 Friday. I was like, you know what, I'm going to sleep at sleep at 12 before it, before it kicks in. And I'll be calm by the time I wake up. 2.30 a.m. Friday, I wake up shivering. My whole body's in pain and I, I could not get back to sleep for the rest of the day. And then for the next like 24 hours, it's just a horrible feeling. So I feel bad for anyone who's actually had COVID. It's probably that times times 10. And you're feeling it now as well, isn't it? So it's been like yeah, more than... Yeah, I've, I, got like, I got like a fever, but without the temperature and, and runny nose and that. Ahmed, is yours... Um... AstraZeneca or yeah, Pfizer? AstraZeneca. They're not doing Pfizer anymore. Pfizer's um, second second dose of journaling. Yeah, moment. and they were saying like the, the, the Pfizer one, like the, the side effects for that across all age groups is meant to be like calm. Like, yeah, yeah. Even if you're young or old, but the AstraZeneca is known to be a lot um, a lot harsher on younger people. And also they, I think they came out with like a study today that also said that if you've had COVID before, and you take the vaccine, you're also going to have like a much worse reaction. Really? Yeah. So for any of you out there who've had COVID, yeah, just, just watch out when you get that, um, get that jab. But Timmy, you had it as well, wasn't it? So did you have the same things? Yeah, man. Like I was moving like, like K-trap, you know, it was just like, I just walked in with a reload, caught me shivers. <laughs> like I was struggling, bro. Like it was tough. So like I took mine on a Friday Friday afternoon, because I was thinking, yeah, I think there's going to be a delay before um, before it all kicks in. So it's like, hey, take it Friday afternoon at lunch. I can still finish work and I'll be all right. And that's exactly what happened. Like, finish work, it was all good. And then I took mine like 2 p.m.-ish. And then by like 8, I was starting to feel it a little bit. And then by like 9, I was just like completely, like completely not me for 6. Like, I was just in bed, proper tired. Um, then the fever and the sweats came in had to wake up at like two in the morning and get some paracetamol in so like for me it was lucky it only last like 24 hours but it was yeah it was it was dead 
Yeah, I had I had mine on Monday and <clears throat> had mine Monday, two thirty. Um, went home, was feeling fine, was feeling just a bit like I didn't. I could kind of feel weird, but like I don't know if I, that was like, me overthinking yeah. it. Placebo. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone everyone was telling me like, "Yo, you're gonna feel the the side effects." Like, um, a couple of my schoolmates were like. They were just waiting. I could just see they were like so eager for me to like message like, yo, guys, I'm dying. Um, and I got through the whole day, like got through the rest of work, like feeling fine. Um, and then it got to like 1am. I was still up. Um, my eyes were just feeling tired. And I was like, I should probably go to sleep. And then same thing as you lot, like I woke up during the middle of the night, like my body was just radiating heat on a different level. Um, luckily, I didn't have sweats or like shivers. Um, but like one weird like side effect, well, I don't know if it was actually a COVID side effect or maybe I was just going a bit insane. It was like my thoughts were like, weren't making sense. So I was like lying in bed and like my thoughts, I had like a thought come to my mind. I was like, oh yeah, me and my friend are doing that. Like we're doing this like business like really well together. Um, I think maybe we should implement something in the morning. And I had this whole thought in my head for about like a good two minutes. And then I snapped out of it and I'm like, I've got no businesses with my friends. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And the weird thing is it, it happened like three or four times like during that night where I was just thinking random things that didn't exist. Um, I think that's just the ketamine, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the years of drugs mixing with the vaccine, isn't it? <laughs> Wait, that, that's just the what hash. Don't worry, I'm not repeating it. I, I, I was just laughing along. I don't even know what stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to ask for an explanation of what you said. But before I said, I was like, "Should I say this? Is this sensitive?" <laughs> so Hassan, it's funny how you were saying that, like those thoughts that are going through your head. Because all I thought about were the times that I heard you like sleep talking, um, and some of the weird thoughts that have like you clearly just been saying like in your head at that time. So for those that don't know, Hassan and I shared a wall. In um in uni, like we all see like opposite opposite rooms. Um, I think I think like even like on both on both sides of the wall, like the headboards are on either side. So yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. So you know there'd be times like I don't even know what happened. Like I'll just be up. Maybe Hassan's gone to bed early or something because he was a proper sleep merchant, and I'm just still awake. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I just start hearing like just words coming from like through the wall, just like random ass thoughts. It's just like, yeah, 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 go, go get up tomorrow. Like, oh, kicking ball, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> what's going, wait, what's going on? It's like 2 a.m. in the morning. Why is he, who's he talking to? Do you know, it's, just be, it's literally been a problem since I was young. Like, even when I was going on holiday with my family and like me and my sh- me and my sister shared a bedroom, she'd be like, you were swearing in your sleep, bro. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like... 13 years old and I'd be like fuck shit cunt in my sleep and I'd wake up she'd be like you know you're swearing in your sleep and I'm so embarrassed obviously I've like no control over this at all I'd be pranging if I were you like the thing the secrets that might come out in your sleep yeah. or whatever <laughs> but I, I think I've told everyone the story now but just for the for the listeners I think I've got the best story of Hassan and his sleep talking when we were on holiday last year um I, was, I shared a room with with Hassan and in the middle of the, in the, middle of the night he was singing I woke up to <laughs> He's saying, Wait, what was it? It was ice, uh, lemonade, my niggas dripping. I was like, What is at this time? Man's having a party. Um, yeah, Hassan, you're a weirdo, bro. But yeah, for, for, the, for the listeners, I, I use a sleep recording app. So um, I may post some of my um, 
some of my sleep talking mm-hmm. episodes on there as well on on our insta so check us out send news podcast as always on insta um always plugging it always plugging plug. it bro always got a plug so far he's added his twitter handle he's done his oh insta. you can follow me on my private insta as well at js.an underscore 14 go check me out there hey, listen listen who do you like still watch on youtube I shamefully still watch quite a few people on YouTube, to be fair. Jenna Marbles. <laughs> the OG. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember um, when you like, used to trust me for, for watching KSI and then, man? And then everybody started watching the Sidemen videos, like the Tinder videos that went viral. Those are, fun- those are funny. Those are funny. Yeah, but you still watch you, the watching, KSI videos. Yeah, you were watching Road to mean? Division 1 at 21 years old. Like. <laughs> no, he, he wasn't posting Road to Division 1, was he? Bro, Ahmed, you're in your room going, La, Lamborghini, <laughs> Lamborghini. <laughs> you know the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but my boy, is, there, is no one else going to say who they still watch? I don't think I watch anything except back chat. Back Are they chat? even still about oh, anymore? I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, I literally don't watch any YouTube. Just music videos, baby. Literally that and and football highlights like Sky Sports. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watch the um, some. Oh yeah, sometimes I watch the kickoff. Like the stop Drew pretending Jordan like you sh- you watch football, hash. All right, cricket videos, okay. <laughs> 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 now nah, what were you saying? Yeah, you I watch the kickoff. I yeah. watch the kickoff. That one, like they do little clips on YouTube. Um, sometimes I watch a few of those, but nothing else really. How did you just produce? You, how do you just pronounce YouTube? YouTube. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you said YouTube. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what? Get it. what? I just thought I had such a weird pronunciation. <clears throat> Admittedly, I, w- I watch um, gaming videos on YouTube um, and cooking videos. That's like my two go-tos. But, um, Bad well, um, what sort of things have you cooked from YouTube videos? I've like quite a lot, a lot of like um, like barbecue dishes. So like um, like barbecue ribs. I've like looked up YouTube like. Um, like tutorials on that um a lot of like japanese food as well um oh, f- f- <laughs> sorry guys my phone i'm gonna have to mute <laughs> oh the house phone oh damn who's still who's, house who's still calling the house phone <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and on, a, on a sunday as well it's definitely some auntie with some well, news in it some you know, news you're so funny so the only people that use my house phone um, to call my house phone i want to talk to my grandma so we've placed like one phone outside of her bedroom <laughs> and then like another one downstairs in the room that I'm in. These are the two rooms that she's mainly in because like no one like no who's no one even knows my house. None of you don't even have my house phone number to even call me on it. That's mad. No, no. I've got two or three, two or three friends though who I grew up with that when we're all in, in Petersfield again. Disclaimer Petersfield, like a small town in the south of England I grew up in. <laughs> <laughs> when we're all in Petersfield, like, and I can't get through to them on Facebook message or whatever, I'll call their home phone because I know, like, <laughs> I know we're going to play out and play football and they're just like tired or something and looking for an excuse not to re- respond. So I'll call their phone, yeah, yeah. home phone, like speak to their mum for a bit, get get handed over and then uh, get them out. Uh, speak, speaking of that, actually, um, the only people that seem to call my house phone now are our relatives from Pakistan. I'm not picking up that phone. Oh. <laughs> Bro, the thing is, um, with our phone, you can see who's calling as well. So I see who's calling. It's like a so random auntie. My mum, my dad, 
<laughs> me will sit in the living room. We'll look at the phone ring. One of us will pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> you, know that, you know what it is? It's that meme. You know that meme with all the Avengers and they're like looking at each other. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's you lot in the living room yeah. waiting to see picking it up. <laughs> um, so basically, I'm a boy. Best YouTuber in the world. Um, most legendary status out of all YouTubers. Carrying UK on his shoulders. Um, multi, multi, multi-talented. Can it's your boy, it. yeah? Can do anything, can go into anything. Oh, yeah. KSI. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or now known as Lord KSI um, on his Twitter. He tweeted this. He said, Twitter used to be an amazing place where you could connect with people in different communities and communicate with it without any problems. Now it's just full of pretentious people that are ready to cancel and destroy your legacy for breathing incorrectly. And on that note, I'm out. So before we get on to why he tweeted that, Oh, I thought you were saying that. I thought the end of that was just going to be like, I'm <laughs> out, and then you leave the room. <laughs> he's announced he's leaving Twitter because of how toxic and how everybody will just get out of your neck for, for anything that you do. Um, and I know we've spoken about this before, but what do you lot think of cancel culture at the moment? I mean, I haven't really taken much notice of any like big cancellings that have happened recently. Aaron Osborne just got cancelled. I thought, she, I thought she cancelled Piers. Oh, Sharon Osbourne. Sharon, Sharon Osbourne, you know, yeah. the old woman on the X Factor. Yeah, yeah. The old woman. Yeah, no, I, I saw very, very briefly, but didn't she cancel Piers Morgan? No, nah, he got no, cancelled last him. week, separate, separate. <laughs> she she yeah. backed Piers Morgan, that's that. That was oh. a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, Sharon, you picked the wrong, picked the wrong team there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the fact that any little opinion that you have, and if it goes against the crowd, it, people will be at your neck. And you'll be done. Like you will have to like drop off, you know, if you're a celebrity on some TV show, you will have to leave that TV show thing and like seriously change the course of your career. It's a tough one. Well, I think only severe things lead to that though. I don't think any little controversial thing gets you fired from like, like Piers Morgan has said countless controversial things on Good Morning Britain, for example. Like it didn't, he's been on that show for a while now and it took, you know, obviously, I don't know if it was like a, one thing where he left the show was a mutual departing but like it took a lot to get to the point to uh for him to like be ousted and what he really what he really got ousted for it had nothing to do with race it was the fact that he basically denied you know megan's mental health issues right so if he just kind of stayed on the race trope whether you know and argued that he'd probably still be the host today like it's yeah like, so so mental health is one of the many things that falls into if you if you show like a, a point of view that people don't accept you will get cancelled for but i thought he did set a dangerous precedent with what he said like he basically dismissed like all of megan's claims about the situation affecting her mental health which is quite a dangerous thing to do when you're in that kind of public position uh and, and then it kind know, of like it discredits yeah. like for people that are listening as well that yeah will share the similar feelings to like what megan felt to hear like someone say that on like national tv yeah. i mean it, i think that, that segment terrible actually yeah, that segment is the most complained about um, yeah. Ofcom like clip in history now. Like forty five k complaints. Wasn't it second behind um, the Shil Pachetti Jade Goody on Big Brother? Re- was that, that one from back in the day? I don't. Yeah, know. No, I think I, I think, I think that's just un- unbeatable. I think really? they just like disregard that. I don't know. We'll have to check this. But from what I heard, it was the second most. But that's because Shil Pachetti's one was just like out that of this bad. world. That was yeah. bad, man. Was bad. I don't remember that. Go and hush like, I, I, people. I don't know. She, I, I remember it, but I didn't. I don't. I didn't watch it. I don't know what she said. But wasn't she just like bullying Shil Pachetti on on Celebrity Big Brother? 
Yeah, yeah, it was a group of it, wasn't there? It was like Jade Goody was leading the charge, and it was like her, that woman from S Club Seven, and that model girl, who was who was beating a football player. I can't remember her name, but it was like the three of them, like Katie Price. Joint. No, Dwight York. What? <laughs> Are you talking about Katie Price and Dwight York? No, bro. No, I'm pretty sure there's Price. there's various models that have beat football players. <laughs> <laughs> Trust <laughs> the lists. The list probably Katie quite oh, But can I just say that was such a moment when I when I found out that Harvey was Dwight York's son. That's yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I honestly couldn't believe it. That, that was my. It's actually such a peak story because he literally like has no involvement at all. Like yeah, in, he, just, in he, just his pays, he just pays child support. But um, yeah, even though that like um, obviously that Shil Pachetti situation is peak. I feel like Celebrity Big Brother has given us some like quality TV. I just the moment that just came to my head now was um, I think it was a couple years ago. The um, ended one. The, no, uh, the, that's the one that came to my mind. No, the, the dying for it. <laughs> oh, that was the end. No, like um, the tape is dead. <laughs> do you remember that? There was like one celebrity oh, no, told. I, do this. I can't remember what, who who she told, but she's like. David's dead, and he was like one guy that was on the show that year. She's like, the, the group just goes, David's dead, and she just starts running around crying. You're like, David's dead, David's dead. Meanwhile, David's in the other room, sitting there very much alive the whole time. <laughs> wait, so wait, this is Celebrity Big Brother in the UK that was on a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, so I'll, does the show still come on? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't Mad. know about COVID since COVID, but it, it has still been coming on. Wow. So basically, what this, why the reason he's leaving, um. This was like the last straw for him. Some some Twitch streamer or some TikTok, or some, someone on a podcast, um, they were talking about racist Halloween, Halloween costumes. Um, and he he said about one costume, that's that's a really ballsy move. And people came at him and wanted him cancelled for that. Oh, my God. What? So because no he said way. this racist Halloween costume is a ballsy move. So instead of saying... He, like, so he's basically like, oh, that take that takes a lot of balls to to pull that Halloween costume off in in this environment. But instead of like condemning it or or being against it, he said it's a ballsy move. So there was loads of people who trying to get him cancelled, and then he he ended up having to make a an apology an apology statement on Twitter um, about that. So KSI basically got he was like, this is this is ridiculous. I'm black, and your comment didn't even offend me at all. Why are they why are people making you apologise, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, it's a problem so, like people try to interpret like what other people say to what suits their narrative yeah so this guy could have just said that's a ballsy move like i could be like ah, oh, punching a bodybuilder in the face is a very ballsy move doesn't mean i condone it or i'll do it it's just a fact that it's not mm. ballsy like you, it takes a lot of balls to do but it doesn't mean it's a good thing and uh, yeah i think people probably just spun it in a way for it to suit their narrative but then why would you spin that are, are they bored well, that's the thing, right? People yeah. are looking. People for are looking. There's a lot of people these days. Like, there's plenty of real, genuine offense that goes around and stuff that's actually offensive. But then you also have the section of people that are just looking to be offended. Like, whatever sort of half chance you give them to take offense. And the worst part, yeah, the worst part of this is the people who are offended weren't weren't even black. The people who are accepting the apology were, were all. We're all white from the, from, the apology. They were except so he was like the majority of people accepting the apology aren't even black. Can you see the problem? That's what he tweeted after. Like, yeah, it, white white guilt in it. Yeah, I, I've been saying this, you know. I've been I've been saying this from the start. Uh, <laughs> nah, but uh, like about the cancel culture and how it's like going it's going a bit too far. Like we're we're judging people before like they've been judged by the system. 
Um, and I always go back to Octavian because maybe I just oh, really want to listen to his music. Jesus. No, but the point is, like, what he's done is a criminal offence and it hasn't been pr- proven. Like, let him go to court or whatever and let's see what the outcome of that is. And once that outcome is decided, then we can make a decision as a, as a society. But before, like, anything's been, like, proved by court, um, that's, that's what I'm saying. And, and this isn't even a matter of that. This is just, like, this isn't even a criminal offence. This is just bullshit and... And saying a sentence with a specific word, like oh, it's just going way too far. I now, just, man. I think, like I, I agree to your point to an extent, Hash. But the only tricky thing is that you can't always rely on the courts. Mm. That is, but, that is one issue as well. But I do, I do agree with like. I can certainly give. Thing. I can certainly rely on it more than someone on Twitter saying, giving their opinion and whatever yeah. they say. Yeah, but yeah. a lot of the things that people are getting cancelled for don't fall under a criminal offence. It's about points of view on things and aspects in society that like there's no you know we have freedom of thought within yeah our like our society so no one's getting no one's going to prison for those sorts of points of view yeah the 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 criminal ones that's one that's one thing the second thing is what you're saying on the stuff that's not necessarily criminal it's just what we see as like morally right and wrong one one thing that's got me thinking about that is like for example like footballers who who have been like breaking lockdown rules and and conversations coming on about that, like they they should be acting more responsibly. They are people who ha- like kids look up to and stuff. I think that's slightly unfair as well. Like, um, it, and not just that, but around that and like m- movie stars who have cheated or been a little bit misogynistic in the past. Okay, that's, that's a, we're getting into a little bit more of a sensitive topic there. But the idea that these people who are who have done really well in society and now are seen by who have loads of followers, un- an unfair amount of pressure has been put on them because they've just done well in their lives and now like we can do this stuff and we get away with it and no one's and when we it's not even about getting away with it people won't make a comment on it but because they're at, held at this level they're forced to be a certain way and be the best possible person they can be which is which i think that is just a fair level of, of that uh, comes with the gig of fame though like that you know just like there are benefits to having fame if you're famous you might get you might be able to walk into a restaurant and get some like nice ass reservation or people are going to like bend over backwards to do things for you obviously a normal lay person that's not going to be their reality but at the yeah. same time the fact that you're not in the public eye means that if you do something wrong you're not going to get held to the same vitriol as someone who is you know in the public eye and i think with the footballer situation it depends on the context because if you're talking about you know a couple of guys stepping out be seeing each other in lockdown um having a catch-up you know yeah it probably shouldn't be done but it's not you know it's not the end of the world but if you're talking about like who is it was it like benjamin mendy who got caught like bringing in all like the brass in like bringing in tons of like like latina prostitutes to his yard and stuff like that like come on bro like obviously no one's gonna be like oh no that's all right mate like especially in a pandemic like because already they people already think that's a, di- a disagreeable thing to do but now you're doing it in the midst of a, a, a pandemic like that's Yes, you're not going to just get away with that. Yeah. But the thing, what you're saying about they, they get the good stuff out of being famous, then you, you've got to have the bad stuff. But being famous is not their job. It's not what they are doing. What he is doing, he's a footballer. He's just doing what it. he does, right? It comes with it. They're not separate. If you're a Premier League footballer and a Premier League star, because ultimately it's the business of entertainment as well. You, they want you to be marketable as well so that, you know, people they can make money off you as a player. Like, obviously, you're talented and you want to play football first. 
but there's the business side of it. So they want to see that talent on the main stage because it drives revenue and it drives growth. Okay, you're saying they, the that's why, them, innit? Not no, the but it's the reason that drives your high salaries. It's the reason why you get your endorsements. You can't separate. If you're a, an athlete or an entertainer or someone where like the core root of what you do is based in creativity or sport, the fact of the matter is, is that there are other elements to that life. A lot of it, which drives the money in your bank account, but also comes with things that aren't, you know, ideal. Now, obviously there are limits to that. Like these, you know, people in the public eye should still have the ability to be private, but at the same time, you're held to a certain responsibility because that's the position that you're in as a footballer, as some of the celeb that's looked to as a role model. And you have a certain responsibility to you know stand up to those to, to stand up to those like um those levels that have been kind of set before you yeah. they're not separate unfortunately yeah it's, it's not but i can imagine a footballer being like i just want to kick ball <laughs> like mm. why are you telling me i have to act this way and do this when my job is just to kick a football and that's all i'm doing and yeah i get paid good money for it but but your job isn't hey. just to kick a football that's the point that's why in a lot of these sports contracts they have obligations to do public appearances, whether it's, you know, charitable organizations that are partnered with the club, things in their local community. It all comes with part of it. It's not just about showing up to training and, you know, kicking a football around as much as that's where that's the genesis of what you're doing. You come, you get into the business of sport. There's other stuff around it. And that's just the reality of it. And I think like, so on the topic of football as well, recently we've seen the extremes of both ends. So I feel like with that extent, the example Ahmed you gave of the, the TikToker who's been like, had to come out and apologise for that ballsy comment. Then that's one side of the toxic side of Twitter. Then we've also seen Henri as well, who's recently said that he's coming off of social media because he said it's just such a toxic environment. There's so much abuse and bullying on, on there. Um, where I think now, like, social media has gone from, yeah, back, back in the day, it was, it was quite a brutal place because people could kind of speak their mind and there was a lot of, like, really bad things that were said. Um, that people could get away with but now it's got to a place where like social media just become like this toxic cesspit of like people who are like jumping on your neck from like for for pretty much anything in it um and it's sad man for social media would be like it, i think for, for most of us it's like quite a good escape it's a good place to, like connect with friends and stuff and i think it's just taken like a really bad turn in like i'll say the last like three four years no, probably longer sure. than that longer than that maybe yeah for sure i think the thing about social media is that social media is power at the end of the day people have become very powerful through social media and the power of social media has done a lot of things and made real changes in our society and so on and so forth like um you know we've seen sort of protests gain wind on social media that have you know actual changes in legislation and government and things of that nature so the old the, the ultimate conclusion is like power is corruptible and anything that's their power like dark things will occur in it and so because social media has the power to drive such good it also has the power to drive evil and so ultimately like it's just like it feels like that's just a, a natural consequence Timmy, did why, you, do, why do you, i feel like you saw my game of thrones or something like, like, <laughs> did you get that out of a superhero film i feel like you're uh... <laughs> You sound like Uncle Ben talking to Spider-Man. <laughs> a little violin behind me, and it's some emotional yeah. music. It's the speech I go before he goes and defeats the final boss. <laughs> but yeah, so I just think like with, with cancel culture, you know, it's 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 separating the real the real stuff that people need to be sort of reprimanded for versus the stuff that you're talking about, Ahmed, where it's just it's just silly and it's just the 
the nature of what social media is now or the dark side of it and, and why I think we all need to kind of like check out from sometimes check out from it as well just to for our own mental health yeah quick mm-hmm. quick, quick question um so to, people are saying to kind of combat some of these issues people should have to verify their accounts on social media rather than like you know you can make like a, a random account put a f- random photo and your username will be random you can kind of spew what you want do you lot think that social media should then implement a verification process now so that will that will combat like the abuse but i don't know how that will combat cancel culture because it's cancel culture is like a, it's like a trend at the moment it's not exactly they're not firing abuse at people they're just trying to cancel people but do like you it's think like, it's easier for them to jump on the bandwagon knowing that like they can jump on this issue without putting themselves out there maybe some, some portion of them maybe some yeah. portion of people but i think also a lot of people who are heavily driving the cancellation of people are doing so with their chest whether it be for them or for yeah. others them yeah. doing so mm. Mm. yeah anonymity is a big part of it right and like there's also the question of, of data privacy as well so it it just opens i think it opens like whilst ideally i think it's a good thing it opens up like a whole pandora's box i guess um with other issues so it's uh it's so tough i mean to be honest that could be a conversation in itself probably a good one to chat about on another episode but it's not as easy as saying yeah just like get everyone to put their passport or license through i guess you, do you know the story do you know what the story reminds me of really quickly do you remember when um kylie jenner did like said about snapchat she was like yeah i think this is the end of snapchat and snapchat shares like fell 10 percent or whatever yeah. How how did uh, Twitter shares react to KSI saying <laughs> <laughs> they flew? Like, they were like, this KSI, who's this loser, bro? Get him off this. <laughs> wow. All you need is um, Elon to tweet, okay, um, tweet it to the moon, innit? <laughs> just, <laughs> just share skyrocket. <laughs> Trust me. Are you saying KSI is not serious? Well, did you not see how much we were creasing about this guy just now? The, the same guy that's got knowledge, strength, and integrity tattooed on his body. Yeah, you want to take him serious? Bro, he's this... got he's got a he's got a Twitter crypto account now. He's serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say he's serious just in case he's listening to this podcast. I don't want to think I'm a hater. <laughs> in case nah, he's actually actually friends with Ahmed, isn't it? Just, yeah. <laughs> taking a piss the whole time. <laughs> nah, but on a slightly more serious note, you know we were talking last week about Charlie Hebdo. Um, mate, I feel like. They will live forever. Um, this week, did you guys hear about the school in Bradford, or is it, it was in West Yorkshire? And an- another teacher in the UK now sh- has showed that um, the depiction of the prophet in, in, in an RS class. And obviously, I think <laughs> doing this in Bradford is like the worst city to do that in, <laughs> yeah. in, in, in the oh UK. You're literally like poking at a hornet's nest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a ballsy move. <laughs> oh, anyway, don't get us cancelled. Don't get us cancelled. Our metropology is dropping tonight at 6pm, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so this this teacher showed the depiction. Of course, like this erupted, and um, you know, parents, students, members of the community have all have all started protesting. They started protesting outside the school, so it, it got a little bit kind of scary for for the school, um, and. Yeah, especially and, like bro, them Bradford accents as well. <laughs> they're, they're chanting. Yeah. It's probably like white kids like, am I in the t- ISIS training camp right now? What's going on? <laughs> but uh, apparently the teachers got, went into hiding. <laughs> so, oh, really? 
<laughs> yeah, apparently. So, so, dramatic, so, so now, as a result of that, like the protests that took place outside the school have been condemned. Like no, no teacher should be made to feel unsafe for doing their like duty within work. Um, but I think it's quite interesting. What's happened as a result of this in the last two days, 50,000 signatures have been signed as petition in support of the teacher for showing this depiction. Now, I'm pretty sure like, I have a good idea of what I, how I think you guys will be thinking about this, but yeah, just general thoughts on on that. Like, do you do you guys think that that teacher has the the right what, to show that in in a in a RS class? What's what do do we know the context of them showing the picture? Nah, just within a religious studies class. So I'm guessing it was like a serious context, talking about maybe Islam, um, and maybe talking. Uh, this is all just hypothetical, but maybe talking about um, the the idea of not being able to show the prophet. Is this, or, was this also a primary school, or secondary school? I'm guessing it was, oh no, it's a secondary school because it's a grammar school. So, yeah, what do you guys think generally? It's, it's, it's a sticky one because, like, it's it's a very in, inflammatory picture. Like, if you if you show that, it's definitely going to offend some of your students. But yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're really treading a thin line by by showing that in class, um, knowing that it could really offend some students. But also, Hassan, in what context? could that picture be okay to show like what could they what could the context be of the lesson that they'd be like okay so here's a picture of a really offensive a cartoon i almost feel like yeah. you'd need to reach out to the parents and almost get them to sign some sort of waiver because i mean considering if you're an rs teacher you should know how inflammatory a subject um like the depiction of muhammad is like even if you're not muslim like that should just be should just be knowledge to you so i don't feel like it's in your right to go ahead and just show that outright without getting some form of um yeah some form of like uh what's the word like consent. yeah consent there we go yeah. from you know the first your the students and then also the families involved because you know also the, the students themselves they might not be something that they want to see and maybe if it's the case that you know even if something that like if you're a student and you don't want to see this please leave the class now that kind of thing but some sort of like just yeah, just some sort of disclaimer before showing up the image, I think would have been would have made sense. Can someone describe the image? I, I don't think I've even seen it. You know, I, I, I felt I, uncomfortable I, looking. I, at I it. have, I have, I think I've seen the cartoon. Right? Are you trying uh, to go to hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it was going around on social media. I, um, I, yeah, but like I mean, I think I think it was. Oh wait, showing, I think I think I remember the, what it is. Just showing I think the prophet like, like ISIS. Like a, I think I th yeah I think it, it's like showing a picture of the, obviously it's not a real pic it's it's a cartoon and I think he's got he's holding a bag of of things if if I remember correctly I might I might be completely wrong. Hassan, I mean I like, um I can't I, but I remember it was kind of like just associating the prophet with like ISIS or like just some yeah. I think it might have been like a bag of beheaded heads something like quite like serious like that but I mean like if you're first. Like you saw the reaction that happened in France from that. Like people were killed over this. Like the 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 Charlie Hebdo office, um, it was attacked, or whatever it was. And it was, then it was more recent than that. It was um, a school. A teacher did it again, right? And no, a teacher. A teacher did it, and then yeah. and got then, beheaded, right? Yeah. No, he. Someone found yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone found out about oh, it, yeah. and it went back to one of the parents, and then an, and the parents shared it on like a Facebook page or something. Um, and then an 18-year-old who saw it on the Facebook page went into the school and beheaded beheaded the teacher. Um, nuts, Jesus. man. Nuts. I got a question though. 
so so a lot of the people in france would have been like you know this was freedom of speech you know he he, he was so brave and in, in teaching and teaching this knowing he's sensitive but i think ahmed likely said it um but we're just asking you guys more directly could there be anything right to do with that because I, I can't see any reason why he would do that like why would he show one to me yeah it's probably saying like oh there was like this is how how serious this issue is uh in islam to, to kind of depict images of the prophet but then, but then why like, would you show that exactly for me I'm, I'm thinking you can be like wearing seat belts in a car is very important then you won't show someone who's just had a car crash and his body's mangled you don't have to show that you don't have to show the situation to kind of know about this very you could literally say this was there was a card scene that was made by charlie hebdo this was the out the um the reaction from it so like several people have died over the years from this mm. i think the students still would have got the idea of like how serious that is without you having to show the picture yeah what do you guys think should should happen to the teacher as a result of this um if if you believe he he did wrong i think the the parents and stuff are calling for him to be sacked at the moment he's been suspended maybe temporarily um should he be sacked do you think probably, probably, I, I for, think, probably for his own safety on it i i think i think you should be seriously reprimanded because like timmy said like you're an rs teacher like you should know how um, to respect religions to respect religion how how um yeah how serious this issue is in in, in islam um and i and i can't yeah like, like you guys were saying about context like i can't see any valid reason for why you would need to show that picture yeah. So if you've got an RS teacher who's going to like either deliberately or accidentally stumble around like offending people of various different religions, then he can't stay as an RS teacher, I don't think. Like, I think I'd like to hear his rationale, but like, that's you got to have a standard higher than that for your RS teachers. No, I completely agree with Timmy. He should have, he should have come out with like some kind of um, like consent form before the lesson to kind of get get the parents feelings for like showing this kind of image before doing it um in the manner that he did and I, he just uh, they've just gone about it like the complete wrong way um and the fact that so many people back in the teacher as well yeah 50,000 really that, that says a lot about the UK to me 50,000 is not even that much compared in to 2 how, days uh, compared to how many people voted for Brexit no i'm joking i'm joking, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> 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 <It's> like <laughs> Like a small percentage. Yeah. Nah, but to be fair, if, I was just thinking if he was talking about like um violence around the world due to different religious beliefs and he and if he spoke about different religions and, and vi- violent acts that have happened around the world and maybe he showed it then, but still it it, it I don't know. Yeah, if it, if he was yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wonder, you know, I wonder if, if I was in school how I would have reacted before or during, you know, um that event took place. So, like, if the teacher said, oh, "I'm going to be showing this," I don't know if I'd be like, "No, <laughs> you can't do that." <laughs> yeah, um, I think I don't, know. I, I don't know either. Yeah. Age, this, I don't this is Bedford, up. man. This is like 99 percent of the kids would have been Pakistanis. Yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna say. Like, surely, maybe in a, in a, in an environment, if you're like a minority, like maybe you're the only one, or maybe only two of you, Muslim, like Muslim in a class, yeah. you might feel the need to be quiet. But if there's like bare of you. 
all you need is that one Malvi kid in the class that's you know Trust. a Muslim brother or sister to pipe up, and then the rest of you just jump in and cut it, cut, cut it off before it happens. And this is RS, man. The teachers never get respect. I thought the RS teachers never get respect. Maybe that's just my school. Yeah, man, I like Dr. RS Young, teacher, man. Dr. Young, you waste, man. If you're listening to this, oh. we used to call him Beanhead, <laughs> bruv. Honestly, why has, got, why has he got a PhD if he's an RS teacher? Who? Dr. Young. How, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. He's actually really well educated, isn't he, if he's a doctor? I don't know, man. Um, but the last, last thing on this, actually, it got me thinking about, I think this, this debate has come up a couple of times, but do you think there's anything that we teach in schools that uh, is too sensitive to teach? Because I know, I know, like, with some stuff on like homosexuality and like transsexuality, like a lot of parents disagreed with that being taught in schools because of whatever reason. Do you think that there should be stuff that should be uh, not discuss- not for discussion in schools? I think anything that's like relevant in society today, I don't think that should be like off limits to teach school children. Because I feel yeah. like there's, there's, there's certain things such as uh, like say gender and sexuality um, I feel like that has to be taught in a proper way for like kids to like really understand it rather than rather than them getting their information on it from like social media, which is where they'll probably end up learning about it. So I think it's good to give kids like a very good understanding of these um, different like issues in society um, taught in an adult way for them to get a better understanding, a better grip of like how society is today. I said though, like, there won't be any real sort of comprehensive like what's the word uh like you know uh like um the content won't be well defined right you know so if you take like really sensitive topics in today's society uh and really like current topics that they haven't had five years to figure out what the syllabus is going to be then um you basically give the teacher or whoever decides what's going to be taught this sort of free reign to probably come from a position of relative power to these students where they, they they feel like they should and do trust everything they're taught in school to teach the kids but through the teacher's lens exactly what what's going on in today's society so is it dangerous to give teachers who aren't necessarily experts on any of these topics uh that sort of free reign I think it's more the case that the curriculum overall just needs to be updated along with the times and then teachers need to obviously be aware of these changes and maybe even be trained on these changes so they can better educate like you know um, you guys brought up the topics of like you know transsexuality and homosexuality the fact of the matter is is that it's been a staple for a long time in education to learn about heterosexual um, processes like I'm sure all of us all did the We'd, we'd watch the videos on like you know how babies are made and the condom on the banana the condom on the banana we did all that and it was and it was normal but it feels like with the stuff that's coming you know as you know homosexuality and transsexuality is becoming more widely accepted in society that there are those who still from an educational standpoint want to almost have that like ignorance is bliss mantra where if it's not taught then kids won't think about it which is ridiculous because if there are kids that are living that reality you know as prepubescent and pubescent teenagers it's better for them to have that knowledge in an environment where they feel safe and so they don't feel like outcasted by their thoughts because just because you're not teaching it in class doesn't mean they're going to think it if it's something that they're going through and so you need to be able to provide that holistic sexual education now in my opinion 
um, when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to the different ways in which people, you know, kind of position themselves on the, on the spectrum. So, yeah. And, I think, uh, yeah. and James, to your point, um, I had a thought like, uh, like last week when we were, obviously when we were, or a week before when we were talking about the issues surrounding women, uh, surrounding women recently. Um, and I think it would be good if like, there was like an external body that kind of ran these education classes for like within schools who have um, like a better grip on like the situations at hand and can provide uh, a less of a bias um, when talking about these subjects. I think that'll be like really, I think it'd be really important for schools to kind of have these like independent bodies that can come in and, and kind of discuss it properly with students rather than like, as you said, leaving it at the hand of teachers who may put their own kind of like bias or like their little spin on it. So I think that that that'll be something that, I mean, I doubt that would ever happen because the UK is not really progressive like that like as Timmy said when it comes to like schooling but I think that would be like a really good solution to like a lot of these issues so our consensus is that the solution is to update the syllabus much more frequently in line with the times and the important topics of society and have uh, for those particularly uh, important topics have external expert bodies that can come and um, come and teach at schools that sounds great yeah, yeah. Like, bro, yeah no, bro, one learning well. about Henry VIII when there's 65 wives like that's so outdated now <laughs> like the, the British are really trying to hold on to that like, little aspect of like you learn about like the Tudors and like the Stuarts and like all those yeah, divorce beheaded now you're going divorce into, beheaded like... died divorce beheaded survived <laughs> Hassan, you're, you're risking going into like the, the, the question do we teach about it, only the things like how do we do we choose to teach about the things that make people successful in today's society like the quite like practical things like you know uh, how to manage your money uh like today's topics of society's topics today type thing and all of those things and like how do you do your taxes and then deviate in doing that from like what are currently taught which are like i suppose the pure topics like history geography these are the things that if we forget to keep looking back at these things if we forget to keep understanding these things like we become like we lose some of the richness of our society and we lose some of the intellect of our society no no as in like i'm I'm not calling for like those to be scrapped i just don't like that being taught that i like just meant specifically that part of history it was just so boring in school i'm like surely there's better shit in like in our history that we can learn yeah. about i found and i think I found, to jump sorry sorry james just to jump oh, in here with a, with a kind of point because um some there's something newsway that just came up on this i think with those traditional subjects like history and geography again those can be moved with the times as well so recently um wales announced that they're going to make black asian and minority ethnic um history history topics or british history topics compulsory within their within their um within their syllabus there's been like petitions going around for the whole of the uk to do it but there was a separate welsh petition which caught a lot of traction and a lot of like youth uh, ministers and parliamentary ministers really jumped on the the cause. And now I think it's from 2022 that's been like written into law that they're going to introduce that as part of the his historical curriculum. So it's not about getting rid of those subjects, but again, it's about taking those and making, you know, providing an education that's more fit with the times and not just focusing on, you know, two world wars and one world cup kind of mentality like <laughs> discuss the, discuss the whole of british history you know <laughs> yeah i entirely agreed entirely agreed. all right separate topic again then 
Um, has anyone, do you guys reckon if you were playing football now, obviously we probably haven't played as much football as we used to because of COVID. Would you, uh, would you avoid headers in a way that you never used to? Ah, bro. No. It's one of my main attributes. <laughs> Is it? Am I, After am I, what? You must not have any attributes, You're bro. That bad. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the listeners, for the listeners, Timmy, can you tell us how tall you are? No, nah, I was going to say. Not on I'm your not, wallet. I'm not very. <laughs> I'm, I'm not very tall, but I have a mad leap, so I actually win headers with a pretty good win rate. Like when I'm when I'm up against the relatively tall players, I've always he's, enjoyed that. Because players, players used to get. I love the way he's like dodging the question. No, no, honestly, we asked you a simple question, there, big man. Nah, nah, it, it's happened a lot in my past, where like especially when I was playing like right back or something, because I you know I play right back now and. Because I'm too dead for right mid, but I play like I play in defense, and obviously you play against like tall. I'm talking against like taller players, and so when they think the ball's getting like lobbed in the air, they think it's just gonna be like oh, against me, easy victory. And then like I, I meet them up in the air a lot. So there was I remember there was one guy in particular we were playing like yeah, Brogate Park. Um, shout out to Brogate Park first eleven, uni first year first eleven. I was playing one left wing who was particularly tall. And I kept winning the aerial battles and he was getting so pissed because this guy was so much taller than me. And I was just like, but he was kind of hefty in it, so he couldn't jump. So I was just like, whoop, every time. like, And then I'd start like putting the hands on the shoulder as well, get a little extra height. He's <laughs> giving you piggybacks. Before, we, um, before I knew Tilly, I hated him. <laughs> fuck it <hell. laughs> <Well>, fucking... <laughs> Never told you this, Timmy. Never told you this. All right. Oh. <laughs> But, this is but, new. This is exclusive. Wow. Exclusive We're all in the right same now. blocks. We're all in the same blocks at uni, all of us. And um, same to be fair, except Ahmed. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, and we had these trials, these football trials at the very, very start of our first year. And Timmy's a pretty distinctive guy. And I remember I like ended up like pretty much Timmy's opposite number in these trials for one portion of it. And like he, I was. Oh, I was like, Timmy's so scrappy. I was like, oh, fuck off, Timmy. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> who's this fucking scrappy guy? But um, but yeah, who's got that video of Timmy hitting the hammer on? Um... Oh, oh that yes. video. <laughs> what was that thing? Oh my end end of first year. Timmy. You know that hammer that you hit it on, and like the so bell goes up, and you got to try and hit the bell at the top. <laughs> That was comedy oh, gold, Timmy, because your reaction at the end, the way you threw the hammer behind you as well. <laughs> there were so many girls there as well, fam. I was so They're all in the video as well. You can they see in the background. The way the girls afterwards were just like, oh, Timmy. Bro, I couldn't believe it. I went home you and did like 10,000 press-ups. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my origin story. Like That was how I became a superhero because that day. We'll post that. We'll post it on the ground so everyone can see. <laughs> Yeah, that, that definitely. definitely has to be seen by the ground. Oh, man, that was very strategic, you know, <laughs> bringing up that video. <laughs> For all the people out there, though, my um, my personal best on bench press is 115 kilograms. <laughs> the reason I ask, reason I ask is, it's unrelated to the article I was reading today, um, but the article was about how parents shouting at their children has the same effect on like it sort of stunts brain growth it can cause anxiety and adults type thing has the same effect as the very similar effects on the brain as like serious child abuse, just like frequently shouting at your child. Well, like when, course, they're, when they're playing football, what do you mean? Like, I don't, as, I don't as think a, football had anything to do with this, did it? 
No, but both. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but it's like, let me explain the deviation. Heading, headering in football, doing headers is something that's also been recently identified to have significant effect on the human brain, right? In in mm. some negative ways. Mm. So the picture I'm painting is like I'm not talking about shouting at children or whether it's the right thing to do because you know we talked about parenting techniques recently, but talking about the various different types of like the human brain is quite a fragile thing. And something that we're always learning more and more about. And as we do, we uncover more and more things that doing them sort of can be shown to have negative effects on the brain. And so, you know, throwing in headers in football, throwing in shouting at your children. And the question I'm asking is, um, like, do you think that as we continue to discover these things that have these impacts on the brain, like we should stop doing them as a society? to protect people or do you think we at some point say we understand that these things that we are discovering have a negative impact on the brain but to change our way of life to to protect people from that would be overly restrictive and like where where's that line all these are all these like psych, it's like we discounted like a psych, psychological study like a psychologist would, would have done this study uh yeah, no, all, have been doctors well, all these, I don't know, yeah, well, yeah it would have been because he's getting yeah. shouted at. It's, it's 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 hard to um. Wait, what what's funny? You go on, elaborate. Hash. What are you talking about? Why you why you creep? <laughs> because it was just the way you said that, bro. Oh, was it? Oh, they're psychologists, yeah, because they talk about shouting. So yeah, it's psychologists. <laughs> yeah, quite funny to be fair. That was a good one. Um. <laughs> so, what was I saying? Nice one. You're talking where, about psychologists. Where, yeah. How do you how do you know what what's actually impacting? Like there could be other factors that are impacting his mental health. How do you know it's actually the shouting from when he was younger that's actually made him? However, given can, we, can we assume now? that the that the science of psychology is strong enough that we can like trust the conclusions drawn by top psychologists? Such a bro, dumb bro, question bro, by man. Ahmed, bro. Ahmed, you, Ahmed you, jump you, off this podcast now, man. You just want to find a dumb question, excuse, bro. You want to find an excuse to shout at your kids, bro. You're how's like... it a dumb question? How's it a dumb question? Is James the doctor? Does he know how the study took place? Just take it for granted, man. No, that's what uh, I'm saying. I'm saying dumb. all these studies, you can't take him seriously because there's no way of proving. <laughs> there's no way of proving. There's no way of proving that getting shouted at by Ahmed, your parents Ahmed. is going to lead to Ahmed. you having anxiety when you're older. Ahmed, how are you Ahmed. ever going to prove that? Ahmed, Ahmed, there are Ahmed, ways I'm of proving pretty it, sure. Like... I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure when they conducted these studies, they accounted for all the other reasons that may have how, been how, how how are you going to account for other reasons? Because you can look at someone's the kid's life. life. You can look at the kids. Like, you can look exactly what the kid is doing. You can see okay, what other factors might be impacting their so, mental so health. So they're going to so look at people. They're going to look at one kid who hasn't been shouted at, and one person hasn't been shouted at, and they're going to be able to compare. They're not going to look at one of one. They're going to look at many people. They're going to do it based off of one person from. There's no way they can prove that. Ahmed, here's what you do. Yeah. Why are you so like defensive in the situation? No way. No, there's no way they can prove these psychology bollocks. <laughs> I mean, do you take a so thing? Ahmed doesn't believe people. in science, did it? Ahmed's like, <laughs> I believe in science. I believe in science. I believe if you if you can like actually prove something under a microscope, prove it. <laughs> what? what? No, no, science. That's what science is. Science, you can prove like. So, science, so science is, is only in my Science isn't theoretical. It's not theoretical. Psychology is very theoretical. Science is theoretical, bro. Science, science is no, no. Good, science is theoretical if it's called a theory, like the theory of evolution. But but things like illnesses they're, they're proven under a microscope so Mate, they're not like theory, this not this what the brain what is a physical now, thing what huh? they're doing now yeah they've had a hypothesis which is um 
showing no, 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 but James didn't say, no, 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 James didn't say in conclusion. That's the answer. Oh my god! James said, James <laughs> said no, no. Listen, James said, oh James said, god. James said, in conclusion, this may lead to this. This right. may lead to anything. Doesn't no, no, mean no, no, anything. Ahmed, Ahmed, can we just remind you that James did not conduct this study? <laughs> so yeah, I'm not talking about James. I'm talking about James. I'm saying James said. This uh, this may lead to this. This may lead to anything. Can it can lead to anything? Like there's no no. I, yeah, but if, if there's may, strong evidence that it something. could, if there's strong evidence that it could lead to something, so you could say like jumping off a building may kill you. No, but it, no, that's no, that's I mean, let's let's not I compare didn't that. Say, I didn't Why not? Say because you can actually jump off a building and fucking <laughs> test it out in it. Exactly. No no no. But that's like no, 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 there's no, there's no other factors that are gonna kill you when jumping off that building. What if you have a heart attack? Have you seen What if you have a heart attack while you're falling? You die from a heart attack. <laughs> guys, guys, no, can we possible. get back to it? I want to hear. I want to hear the end. James, can you finish? Um, so basically, because <laughs> I'm mute Ahmed for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll the there's no it may. There is. They've run studies that conclude Ooh. that it does. Psychologists and doctors, you know, and doctors. And and so what you do, in my understanding, to run No doctors are wasting their time doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Ahmed, Ahmed versus oh, my psychologist. Dad's a, oh, my name's Ahmed. My dad's a doctor. <laughs> Ahmed versus psychologist is the beef I didn't know I'd be experiencing in <laughs> comes, Ahmed comes on smoke every episode, man. Trust. Sometimes Tabby, sometimes me, sometimes doctors or psychologists. Bruv, this guy. So, Ahmed, you're trying to keep all other variables constant right except for the extent to which people were shouted at as a child but obviously you can't keep everything else entirely constant so you get the groups of people who were and weren't shouted at who can identify as were or weren't frequently shouted at as children and you make them big enough that the the deviations in the other factors are controlled for because there's a big enough number that you can draw like draw real conclusions about those two different groups of people even though on an individual basis there'll be other factors at play like that, that's how you get to the conclusion James is just James is confusing with bare big words <laughs> <laughs> were, were those words big? he used, used deviation I know Armin's head is spinning <laughs> I did engineering I know exactly what deviation means alright but James to, to answer your, your original question about like whether we like restrictions will be too much I think um, I think the only way for us to answer it would be like but James James didn't even come to a conclusion did he? Did he say the result? Why are you, bro? Why no, are you so caught okay, up on this? So wait, caught up Ahmed, on this let study? me just do it one more time. Yeah, the the conclusion is that parents frequently shouting at their children has the same results on the amygdala, which is the part of the brain that like like triggers anxiety and like you know um, makes people angry. Uh, shouting frequently at children has the same um, impact on their amygdala as does severe physical abuse. That's the conclusion. The question is as we learn as a society as like scientifically more and more things that have significant effects on the brain like heading a football or shouting at your children to what extent do we change society's behaviors away from those things and continually like protect and protect the brain more and to what extent do we say some of these things are too too like restrictive on our way of life and uh and like we understand they may have a like that's why i said they may have a, a significant negative effect on the brain but we're going to keep doing them anyway <laughs> and i but said then, may because it's not something that like you know i can't say if i shout at my child they will definitely have that they, they will definitely have an inflamed amygdala but i can say 
if I shout at my child frequently, there's a significantly higher chance that they will grow up to be like, like struggle with anxiety as an adult. Exactly. In the same way you could say, if I jump off a building, I may die. Like if, my, gram- if my grandmother had wheels, it <laughs> <laughs> would have been a bag. Good, good Italian accent there, bro. That was very Indian. I really thought that was Indian. But then I clocked to it, it was actually dude. That was awful. What was that? What was he doing again? It was um, that chef in it. Gino De Campo. Gino De Campo, yeah. With the carbonara and the... Carbonara. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. anyway. anyway. But, um, so you guys wouldn't stop petting footballs, though? No, nah, bro. Like, if you think about it from, like, an evolutionary standpoint, if we if we keep changing our lifestyles, like, are we not just going to have very fragile brains in the future? Surely we need to, like, kind <laughs> of maintain bo- some kind of... Head balls. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, bro, like, what happens in the future? Like, if, if for, like... It's just so weird, like in my head, like just imagining kids playing in the park in like twenty years time, and the ball's lobbed in the air, and they all just run away from it. Have you noticed how? how wait for it to come down. Timmy will jump in like forty years old. (laughs) 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 Have you noticed how a lot of these as well are about um, how to like lessen the discipline on on people's kids? Like surely in the future, the kids are just gonna not going to be disciplined in any way if you just taking off all the powers that their their parents can have over them. What like beating them? It's definitely white beating dogs, them, right? not but, beating but them. All but the remember powers that, that, that we're woman. Describing. We're only power. We're only describing the powers that like damage the child's brain. So like, what's the trade-off between damaging a child's brain and having? So, them so how do you like tell your kid what you're doing? Do you say, "I'm going to count to three, one, two. I'm not going to shout <laughs> when I when I've got to three. You, no, I think I think it's very challenging. I think it's very Fuck off, in it. Fuck off, dad. Fam, how, how do you I not? Agree. It's very challenging. Yeah, yeah. To go back to the head in the head in footballs point, um, I mean, I know that they've they've made strides, right, to try and improve footballs themselves. So, like, I know there were a lot of issues with the footballs back in the day when they were like that pure hardcore level with laces, and you know, people back in the day were like heading those and then had severe, you know, injuries from it. Um, similar thing with well, not similar, but like it's like um with the NFL and like all their histories with like CTE and head trauma that comes out from just constant yeah. collisions yeah. and how they've tried to make improvements on that. Now that's a bit tougher because kind of collisions is part of the game, but they've tried to outlaw certain things and make things more punishable to make almost make the game softer than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Um, so I think from a football standpoint, because there's less of that aspect, um, even though like now we do stop the game immediately for head injuries and so on, like we're, we're more in tune with that. But if the, the football, the actual technology around, you know, the football and the materials that it's made of can be more conducive to less trauma, then it's all right. Like we've all headed a football in the past. I've been like, oh, I don't, I don't really want another one of those. You know what I mean? Like this, some proper, like some rock solid. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, you've got to hit it here, but it still hurts when you hit it there. It's like, yeah. no, <laughs> I know. It's like over pumped football. It'll be yeah. like a rock yeah. hard. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you, when you kick it, you can tell that's going to hurt when you header it. Like, I know. <laughs> Hash doesn't hit yeah. it. Hash <laughs> never goes up for a header. I'm I playing dodgeball when that happens, man. I'm moving, <laughs> I'm moving out. Like, I'm moving away. But now on, on that point though, James, Look, ultimately, like, what at what level is it really damaging the brain? So minor. It's like, it's like with anything, man. We know all the damage we're doing to the world, but it's so cr- incremental that we're just like, allow it. Wait, are you talking right. about um, heading or shouting at your kid? With, both with of them. Like, at yeah. what level is this really impacting? Like, yeah, not enough. Head, head not enough for me to change my lifestyle. And also, it. James, James, is this constant shouting as well? Is that what they said in the article? Because I'm, if it's like from frequent, yeah, frequent. I, I can imagine that, like. That is probably child abuse if you're shouting at your kid like, often. I think that's when it's like 
your main go-to like yeah, your yeah. go-to like means of dealing with something yeah which probably isn't that rare the parents who shout at their kids all the, all the time end up having the kids who are always shouting back at their parents. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm one of them. <laughs> 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 I do agree, though. Head, head in the football, they're putting in like restrictions for different age groups, aren't they? Like You can't head of the ball before you get to a certain, certain age, which is good. Let the, let the brain fully develop first. Yeah, I think they're using like smaller footballs as well in like training for kids when they're doing like heading heading practices to kind of mitigate those issues. Um, but I, I, I never really saw like football to have like, I could never imagine like heading a football could have like such impacts on like your brain. Because it's such a like, it's a, it, like to me said, like they're light now, they're like padded. Like, I don't know, man. I think, yeah, I think, I think we just need to keep it in the game. Just Maybe we should all play with the later. smaller balls. Intr- introduce a bit Ooh. later so we play a bit more like Spain. <laughs> smaller balls, that's how it off. You could play with smaller balls. I'm playing my size fives. <laughs> lovely, lovely and big, <laughs> innit? I don't think this country, to, to your point, I don't, James, I don't think this country has the capacity to play like uh, to play like Spain, to be honest with you. We're all taught that pure Sunday league football, you know, who for in the 18-yard box, get around it. Get react, out there, get react. Out there. That's the first thing you hear when the ball gets lobbed into the react, react. No bounce. Forget all that tiki taka crap. <laughs> I swear to God, when you're playing Sunday league and the, and the ball's in the air and it's dropping to you and you don't head it and you try like take a touch, you get slated. You get slated <laughs> so much. <laughs> maybe maybe in it'll be interesting to see if like in countries like Spain and Germany where um there's different styles of football that are kind of implemented from a younger age, whether like these issues are as prevalent. I guess it's somewhere like Spain, That's like when, when, when do you ever see like in Spanish football from academy level all the way up to like professional that they're like hoofing it and, and putting like a serious kind of like focus on heading, heading the ball. Mm. That's an interesting point to be fair. I think it's something that, yeah, that'd be an interesting study. And I wonder like with the way that the UK football is changing as well, where it has it feels like it has more international flavor now, especially at the higher levels. Um, I wonder if that's something that will change for us domestically as well, if that kind of continues to get taught at an academy level by some of the, the bigger clubs. It's, it's a fair point. So is, um, is everyone's consensus that we'd all be pretty reluctant to change any behavior based on Scientific Ahmed evidence. Yeah, until it's until it's scientifically. Proven, yeah, I'm not I want to see the yeah. still want to see the credibility of the study first. Yeah, yeah. were they psychologists or were they scientists? That's the question. Yeah, I can't see it through a microscope. <laughs> it's, it's not real. Thing. It's not the same thing at all. <laughs> it's the same thing. One, one's a, one theory. Such a theory. One's not. Scientists. Scientists is the like parent group that includes both doctors and psychologists. So, yeah. A psychologist is listening to this right now, hating Ahmed. Yeah. Like, he's a dickhead. Uh, there's a, there's a there's a psychologist listening to this with a PhD thinking, who's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> put it in my seven years of study. We're gonna so we're gonna nothing. have to bring we're gonna have to bring a, um, a psychologist on as a surprise guest to just cook Ahmed for sixty minutes. <laughs> I'll just tell him, and I'll just tell him there's no proof. Then <laughs> <laughs> prove it. Show me show me show me the chemicals. <laughs> show me a microscope. Give me, me, me a microscope right now and show me. <laughs> and that's the only way I'll believe it, bro. Uh, You're not I telling don't... me theories, bro. Yeah. I've, heard, I've heard people say that about racism. 
James just said James says racism is just a theory, doesn't exist. Whoa, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. And on that note, on that note, and on that note, we are cancelled. Yeah, you'll be you'll be seeing our full apology issued on our Instagram later today from James and Ahmed. Ahmed, what am I apologising for? You got to apologise to the psychologist for offending them for <laughs> discrediting their years of, of hard work now nah, shout out to psychologist man you don't do some interesting shit now nah, you do so 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 does um uh roll dar with his, with his books <laughs> <laughs> anyway guys oh, i spat on my microphone jeez Anyway, guys, thanks again for tuning into the Send oh, News no. podcast. As always, go check us out on our socials on Instagram. That's at the Send News podcast, and on Twitter, that's at the Send News pod. You'll be notified every time we upload, and that should be each Wednesday. And you'll also catch some bonus content on there too, like Timmy trying to show off his macho hammering skills and getting savagely embarrassed in front it's of the Photoshop. whole. It's all Photoshop, people. <laughs> it's all Photoshop. Whatever you see, fakes. They're getting his own. You want to say? And on, unfortunately, Tabby's not on the show today to, to wrap up. So I'm going to put him on the spot. And uh, let's go to Timmy for some closing words. Okay, people. April 12th is almost upon us, which means it's time to get back into the barber's chair, back into the hairdresser's seat, to get that fresh cut, that fresh look, have yourself looking sweet post-lockdown. But my advice to you is make sure you come in there with a game plan. Know what you want for this first cut coming out of the L. KD. If you want something that's old, reliable, that you've had before, go with it. If you want to reinvent yourself and have something new, go crazy, go wild. Just make sure that it's something you're going to be happy to step back into these streets with once they reopen. Have yourself looking fresh, have yourself looking nice on these spring days. Don't play yourself. Peace and blessings.